Mary. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. We're back on Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I'm Chris Euler. And we are just rejoicing in the hope that comes to us by our Savior Jesus Christ as we continue to proclaim the gospel, even if we are at home or making prudent decisions to keep one another safe. We know that the Lord has us in the palm of his hand. And again, today we celebrate the the solemnity of St. Joseph. And I'm so glad that today I was able to join with our crew here for the celebration of Holy Mass, where we're broadcasting from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota. It was a great gift for us to celebrate the Eucharist today and pray for the whole world, pray for all those who have been affected by uh, just the COVID-19 threat that we are experiencing as a local church. And, uh, of course, asking St. Joseph, protector of the church, given that beautiful title of protector of the church, that he would watch over us and strengthen us. And this morning we're joined by phone with Bishop John Quinn of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. And we, we're going to ask and, and talk about how St. Joseph can strengthen us. He's that role model uh, for all fathers. And, and we're so grateful to have a great spiritual father in Bishop Quinn, who's joining us uh, by way of phone. Good morning, Bishop. Good morning, Father Tim. And thank you for inviting me onto the program this morning. Well, we're so glad that you're with us, and, you know, we appreciate you, uh, Bishop Quinn, uh, as a bishop, as a spiritual leader, but also as a theologian and instructor, where you also uh, really fulfill the teaching office as you're an instructor at St. Mary's University of Minnesota, right there in your your home in Winona, and uh, we know that uh, you have a lot to uh, teach us on living the spiritual life, especially during these times. First of all, Bishop, um, what's the latest from you and your diocese in in terms of response to the coronavirus? In response to the coronavirus, we, of course, have asked that we continue to pray intensely, especially for those who are affected uh, with the COVID-19 virus and their caregivers and the first responders and those who uh, are in hospitals to pray for those who risk their lives to care for all of the sick, but especially those with this virus. So our first uh, request is always that we hold this deeply in prayer. Secondly is that uh, when we hold things deeply in prayer, we are aware of God's providence and God's care, and that uh, to not function out of uh, fear, to not allow ourselves to be guided by that, but rather to trust in the Lord, and therefore a spirit of, uh, of deep faith that the Lord will guide us, and then especially uh, to be able to care for each other, particularly those uh, who are homebound, uh, those in nursing homes. You know, we've suggested uh, be sure and keep the cell phones uh, connected uh, so that you can call them or send them a greetings through the mail even if a nursing home, of course, is closed to outside visitors. The most significant change and the hardest that I've had to make, and yesterday I announced it here, was the suspension of all public masses. Um, I never expected ever in my life, but especially uh, being a bishop, to order uh, such uh, uh, a change here in the diocese. 
so this has been very difficult for me and, of course, for our people. Um, I did extensive consultation, and the reason we're doing it is in order to protect people from this virus. Uh, that social distancing seems to be the best way to either slow down, reduce the um, way in which the virus is passed. So that's our latest. We remain in, in prayer and in hope, uh, offer our sufferings to the Lord, but we also are not going to have um, celebrations of the Eucharist that are public, but my priests will, of course, celebrate liturgy every day privately. Well, thank you for the update, Bishop. Uh, it's, uh, again, uh, really a, it's a difficult decision to make, but I know that you've done so with great advisors. And, of course, within your diocese, you have some of the best physicians in the world at the Mayo Clinic, um, just down the, the road from you there, and, and just knowing that you're, you consulted the best of the best in making this decision and that you're leading us to the very best, Jesus Christ himself. Um, so thank you, Bishop, for being with us, especially during these trying times. So we want to switch gears a little bit, uh, Bishop, and talk about the solemnity today. Um, you know, we're really grateful uh, that we have this opportunity to celebrate even during the season of Lent, even during trying times. So whose solemnity are we celebrating today, and, and why, is it, why is it called the title of a solemnity? Well, I think because when you look at St. Joseph and his very, very significant role, uh, along with Mary, in receiving the plan of the triune God, and a willingness to cooperate with that plan, and for Joseph to, again, have Mary, take Mary into his home as his wife, but also that he has a dream, and he's told, have no fear, take Mary as your wife, this child is of the Holy Spirit. And then he freely cooperates with the plan of God. Uh, So it's a solemnity because, along with Mary's Annunciation, in many ways, the Annunciation of Joseph is the dream that uh, manifests God's will for him, and he is acceptance of that in allowing the Lord now to enter into our human history and into uh, the, through the Incarnation into our lives. So it's a solemnity. Uh, you know, I, I, it's, you know, you can speculate, but... What if Joseph had awoken from the dream and just forgot about it, you know? Mm. Uh, Instead, he awoke, and that dream guided his entire life because it was more than a dream the way you and I have them, and we wake up from our sleep, and then as we're in the shower, we can't remember what it was. Uh, This is truly from God, and angels manifest uh, the presence of God. Yeah, well, thank you guys for tuning in to Real Presence Live here with Father Tim and Chris Euler. And uh, we're speaking with the Bishop John Quinn from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. And uh, talking about St. Joseph right now. And, you know, we, we Bishop Quinn, we know that St. Joseph uh, being the uh, paternal stepfather or foster father of of the Christ um, and the betrothed and husband of the Blessed Mother, we know that specially there is, is huge as he guided them as the leader of their family and as a leader of a local church in Winona, Rochester. How does St. Joseph have any special significance to you? Well, he has a huge amount of significance for me. Uh, Over the years, uh, he has been 
I would say, one of my favorite saints because of the strength that he manifests as a man. Uh, he is asked by God to do some very, uh, really, some we would say today, heavy lifting. Hmm. And yet he does it all, and he doesn't say a lot. He doesn't speak at all in the scriptures. He is a man of surrender to God, and he protects his family. He's there uh, to be with his wife, although it's a mystical marriage. Uh, he does take care of her, protects her. And you can see all the struggles that they had uh, shortly after the child is born, uh, where they had no place uh, there in Bethlehem. Now they're on their way to Egypt, you know, that uh, it represents for me that uh, our lives uh, really are never going to be easy. But like St. Joseph, are we willing to step up to our responsibilities? It's like with this coronavirus. Am I as a bishop willing to step forward and to let people know that God is still with us, but also to extend myself uh, to people? I think St. Joseph is just a great role model. Especially in this time, Bishop, as you mentioned, with the, the threat of the COVID-19 virus, um, you know, looking to St. Joseph, he's given so many great titles uh, in the litany of St. Joseph uh, that we prayed. I prayed with some parishioners this morning, uh, just, a, just a very meager few that were in the church, again, for private devotion, but uh, wanted to pray that, that great litany. And, of course, uh, there's the title given to him as Protector of the Church, Protector of the Holy Family, Terror of Demons. Um, you know, recognizing that during this, uh, everything with the family and with spiritual fatherhood, um, how can we look to St. Joseph for guidance for our families who may be at home right now listening and, and wanting to know how they can honor St. Joseph? Well, I think, you know, this uh, blessing that is in disguise here, meaning that we didn't expect this, um, that this virus would spread the way it did, but there is a blessing hidden within that if we are willing to uh, look for it, which is where families are going to be home uh, together. Mm. And this is a wonderful opportunity to, first of all, have some prayer time. Uh, maybe right before dinner, have some read some scripture, uh, an opportunity to pray together, asking that the uh, Lord will guide us in finding a cure. But most of all, to pray. I would hope people also maybe would pray the rosary. Uh, there is time now. All the sports programs, uh, all the sport, everything is canceled. Uh, you know, the baseball season's delayed or maybe won't happen this year, I, I don't know. But it does allow us to invest both in the Lord, but also relationships. Um, I said last Sunday at the homily that in the parish I was at, boy, this may be a record or a groundbreaking experience. We're all going to have to talk to each other, <laughs> and we're going to need to converse and not just sit with our cell phones, but to come to know each other. I think it'd be a great blessing for our families uh, if that would happen. Oh, absolutely! And I, I know as, an, as a family man myself, I've uh, I've got eleven months old son, and my wife and I have be I've been married. Uh, it'll be two years in June, and um, being able to have that time with them is just so special. As I, you know, I'm usually gone five days of the week, home in the evenings. But 
it, it's it's so important. And so up next, though, we are going to move to what Bishop Quinn spoke about, praying our rosary live on air, and we'll be led by Bishop Quinn. And so we invite you guys to stick around as we pray uh, for those affected by coronavirus and an increase for hope and trust. God bless you guys. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you on the other side of the break.